and welcome to No Remorse, No Escape, Ramjack's Ultimatum. Oh, hey there, friends. I'm Alex. Welcome to the show. I uh, I do the show with a guy, our good friend Brad over there. Welcome to the show, Brad. Oh, hello, hello, citizens. Just me, just a just a guy over there. Yeah, that's my. Uh, he's on, all the way. That's my name on the forum. <laughs> the guy over there. Um, Brad's in Florida. I'm in Ohio. Oh boy! Just giving us time, like place locations, because I know Brad's going to be talking about some craziness happening in Florida, which isn't unique to Florida, but it's its own level of crazy mm-hmm, in mm-hmm. these the COVID times that we live in. Truth. Should we just start with it? guys? It's going to be a casual episode. We haven't really. I mean, we've watched oh, things, gosh. but we haven't like. We're not going to be like watching something oh. for the show specifically this week. Correct. Correct. Well, listen, we did a lot. We watched a lot of stuff, guys. We we did some. We did some April Anarchies. We did a lot of stuff. We watched a movie. Uh, like, guys, I, I like maybe you just calm down a little bit. Just calm down. Yeah. Consider this like a summer vacay where we're just all relaxing and chilling. Ah. Oh. Brad taking a moment to just relax. Just taking a moment. I mean, mm. if it's been a while since you opened your freezer and you grabbed out that cool chain, mm. do it now. Yes. Brad, what are what are, you, are you drinking some lemonade? Is that homemade lemonade? Um no, this is well this is uh this is lemonade with some bourbon. Ooh. So lemonade with a kick. Yeah. Uh, little bullet bourbon and uh and some uh Tropicana lemonade. I don't know if I've mentioned this on the podcast yet, but for um Father's Day, I was given a ninja blender. I've been running on the same blender we had when I, we were in college, friends. I don't mm. know if you remember the college days when I would make fruit smoothies on yeah. occasion. Great smoothies. Um, let me tell you about the magic of a ninja. I don't know. Do you have a ninja yet or an equivalent? No, no, no. I've got, I, 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 got, I, got a cheap, uh, I got a cheap blender. Um, think about getting a ninja. That motherfucker is strong. Like, that thing can make smoothies that would take me five to ten minutes to make just because I had a, a subpar blender and I was fighting with it doing the thing. Seconds. Literally, it takes 20 seconds to make the best smoothie you could ever have. Like, my smoothie game has gone I, pro. I would almost, I would I would venture pro. Do I put cinnamon in my smoothies? Of course not, because cinnamon doesn't belong in nice. smoothies. Nice. Alex, Alex, I will say you make an amazing smoothie. Thank um, you. Did, 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 I, did I post uh, some screen caps besmirching your cooking this week? Yeah, yeah, I did. But oh, we I need, didn't even check that we yet. Need to release the, we need to release the chicken vid. We need to release the chicken vid. And everyone signing the petition, and Alex, we are bringing it to you. We're coming to your doorstep. We need you to release the chicken bit. How many? How many people have signed the, to the petition? Oh, like thousands, 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 thousands. Did you just go to like a name database and copy and paste over? Why? Handwritten signatures. What? I want handwritten signatures delivered to me on a piece of paper. All right. Well, I'll get around to that. But until then, you just work on releasing that chicken vid. Because we, we called you out. Uh, we posted the screen caps. Guys, for those who may just be jumping in, I I made... I am not the best grill, grill master. I, the word master shouldn't even be in there. I am someone who is starting to learn how to grill stuff on a grill. And earlier this year, it was it was almost one year ago exactly. Year? It was uh, July. Oh, wow. I, I put the exact actual, actual date in the Facebook group. Um, I believe it was uh, July eleventh, twenty nineteen. It's just time is such an abstract. I mean, it feels like I mean, two months ago feels like an eternity ago. So it's like I don't. I honestly didn't remember when I did that. But no, yes, I thought it was longer. I, ago. I, I made some pretty horrible grilling faux pas. And I, I chronicled it on social media, just throwing it out there, like, "Hey guys, I'm grilling." Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and uh, no one reached out to me and said, "Hey, maybe up your grill game, friend." Um, 
but I, I have gotten better, and I was going to try to redeem myself this week and do some videos of the kebabs I made. Oh, nice. But then I was like, no, I'm not going to do that, because now I'm now I'm like camera shy with all of my grilling Alex, technique. I'm no, like, you gotta, listen, you got you got to show progress. You got to prove us all wrong. Like, that's, that's what were. it's about. We're here to encourage you. We're not here just to talk shit behind your back for a year. We're here to <laughs> encourage you after talking shit for a year. I mean, I, again, I would have really appreciated if any time in the middle of us playing Mysterium, Alex, you know, something you might really, you know, something you might want to look into. Here's a link with how to actually grill something on the grill, which would have been a, a big, would have been a sick, awesome burn to just drop in the middle of a game performance, but also helpful instead of just right. talking shit about my back for a year about well, grill you know, game. You know, it's just, listen, 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 we, uh, there's only so much time in a day and I think it's important that people, <laughs> you know, sometimes you gotta learn, learn from, from your mistakes. mistakes. That's what you, I, and I have, I'm learning. The kebabs were really good, actually. Um, I have a thing now, because vegetables were involved, not just the meat, where I wanted them to look good, and the vegetables got just a little too dark on the outside for my, like, photo, like, for video photo quality now. Because now I have a higher standard. I'm like, okay, all that bullshit you did before with this chicken, not happening now. It's got to be Instagram ready, and it wasn't. I, halfway through, I was like, this is not going to work. Because kebabs are also tricky. Yeah. Because the meat and the vegetables need to cook. At a, I mean, everything needs to, oh, yeah. there needs to be a syncopation in all of that. And I wasn't able to um, tend to it as much as, and this is not Alex Learns to Grill show, even though maybe we should just make this a segment until it's over. It's, I love it. Until I become a master of grilling and then the first Ramjack live meat after we have a vaccine in the future is me just grilling a lot of food for people. Yes. But um, I wasn't able to, Emily had a... Um, a business call and normally we run interference for the other one whoever is cooking that day um but emily was not able to so i had to both juggle vera's attention and also a grill which let me tell you is not a good way to make especially grill with live flame and food on it sure. not the best way to do that still turned out okay though still turned out That's i would nice. say good i'm learning to appreciate steak more i'll say that as well um but again, you guys aren't here to. You guys want to see proof in the pudding. You want to see the whole. You want to see the cringe-worthy video from a yeah, year ago. Yeah, it's in my phone somewhere. We'll find it. Oh, we, um, we don't worry. We've already posted. Alex, you, you go. You read over it. We posted all the information you need to re to get that video. Um, sweet. Oh, all, everything's there for you. Everything's there to release the chicken vid. Hashtag release the chicken vid. The question is: Is it on my phone now, or is it on my old phone? Which oh, well, it's, be don't on worry, it's on drive. Instagram. It's it's backed up to Instagram. Um, you can easily get it from there. You can get all your stories off Instagram once they. Yes. I did not know that. That's yeah. awesome. I thought they were lost forever. That's why I save everything that I put on there as a copy to my phone. Huh. Okay. Cool. Well, then, yeah, I should be able to get it. That's no problem. Will there be heavy editing involved? I don't know. Well, whatever, whatever. Will there be a fake video with a different timestamp? I don't know. Oh, I mean, no, I'm kidding. I would never do. I would never be that dishonest. Uh, we got to own our mistakes and we got to learn, right? How sure. are we supposed to grow as people? Exactly. Brad, what's mm -hmm. been happening in Florida? Because do, do what do you want to talk oh, about? Oh boy, because we could go let's, any number of ways. No, let's let's go ahead. Let's talk about fucking Florida, um, guys. If you're unaware, as a as the time we're recording, we're recording this on June thirtieth. 2020 um about to be july which remind which makes me um want to remind myself with a big x on my hand that i'm drawing with a dry erase marker that i need mm -hmm. to uh drop off my rent check before i go to bed tonight um i see you friend 
There um, you go. So I'm do- so that's so it's, uh, it's about to be July um, for us in our current time. That's the past for you. So the numbers for COVID in Florida are just just growing astronomically. It's uh, not good here. So mostly because we have a shitty governor who is the worst, um, just a national disgrace. So uh, the numbers are going up, 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 up. And last week uh, we got an email at work that someone on the north side of our building was being tested um, and they would let us know if there were any further developments. Now, when you say north side of the building, I that like, is it, wait, in our office or like in the building, like just you know, on another floor? Uh, who knows? But I was like, that's not great. I don't like that. Because uh, again, our office, people are real lackadaisical with that uh, mask nonsense. Um, they're real lack. They're all just getting that elevator. No questions. It's not great. It's not great. <laughs> the concept of getting in an elevator with no questions just uh, is a phrase. I. It's like I just because when they you know when they initially sent out the email um, about we're coming back to work, you know, because again we've only been back in the office for a month. And mm, that's uh, already crazy to me, but yeah. Cool. And they uh, they were like, uh, you know, uh, we want to limit, you know, one person to the elevator at a time. It's never been the case. Never been the case. Um, I've just I just accept two people on the elevator. If like a third person tries to get on the elevator and I'm on, I'll get off. Like I'm not doing. I like I'll, I'll two. All right, I'm not doing more than two. Like I pretend that I'm looking at my phone when I see people getting on the elevator. I'm like, oh, you guys go ahead. I'm I'm responding to a very important email that doesn't exist. It's <laughs> taking all of my attention. So you guys go ahead. I uh, do that number. Like I don't like it. I don't like it. But uh, somebody somebody in the north side of our building. Well, today we get an email. Um, not somebody in the north side of the building. In our office, absolutely in our office, has tested wow. positive for COVID, and they're in the hospital now. Yikes. Yeah. I, I like. I don't know um, necessarily who it was. Um, but uh, I think there was somebody. It was they were on a different uh, different part of the office than me. I mean, still, it's not a huge office, but uh, different departments. So and yeah, so all the people d- surrounding them, of course, obviously went to get tested. And I think that bothered me is they said uh, they were having the cleaners do like extra cleaning over the weekend, and I'm like. You motherfuckers, another thing you said you were doing when we came back to the office is you were gonna have extra cleaners doing extra cleaning. So I'm like, where's that been? Because also, hmm. where was that? Like, you also said you were gonna have masks to hand out. I've seen, I've seen a bottle of, 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 uh, wipes, of Lysol wipes on a cabinet. That's all I've seen. So, bullshit. Hmm. But yeah, so after that, um, so my boss called me into his office. He's like, hey, you know, I I know you saw this. He's like, I, you know, I know you got medical issues. It's completely fine if you want to go back to working from home. And I was like, okay, well, that's awesome. And I, like, I mean, I gotta say, like, my, my workplace is really rad. And they've, they're really cool people. Um, it's like the best place I've ever worked. Um, and my boss is like super awesome. And like, even like when we first came back, he, he basically said, if, if at some point you want to go back to working from home because you don't feel comfortable, that's fine. But I was like, no, I, I like being able to go home from work. Um, as opposed to tricking myself into working all night. But I was like, yeah, I guess I should. So guys, as of tomorrow, I'm back to working from home for the foreseeable future. Nice. Um, another thing is like, cause I thought maybe he just came to me with that. Cause you know, he knew I had some, you know, medical issues. Um, but then like, I just see like managers are like, like low key going to like, I think everybody and like, Hey, uh, you know, just cause uh, just so you know, every, um, you know, if, um, you know, this thing happened, if you feel more comfortable working from home, we can, we can do uh, So I feel like half the office is going to go back to working from home now, which is, it should. Yeah, totally. Yeah. 
If you want to take the risk or gamble of going back, it should be voluntary. Yeah, especially with the numbers in Florida. Like, it's insane. Another thing I should mention is, so it was right after um, HR sent the email saying that somebody from our office had COVID, somebody accidentally replied all. (laughs) Ooh, and the email was basically, hey, uh, thanks for reaching out. Uh, But I gotta be honest, I don't feel safe right now. What do I need to do? I mean, they did they do that on purpose to kind of like nudge the whole company to be like, guys, come on. I don't think I don't think they did, but I'm so glad they did because I think that's what led uh, managers to being like, hey, you can work from home if you want to. But like, I'm glad it happened, but I do feel bad for that person because I I'm gonna use you as an example if you're okay with this, friend. Sure. I'm not gonna name names per se. I'm not gonna name names, but I'm gonna use you as a story of like, hey, my friend that lives down in Florida because I've mentioned it just Ralph handedly because you. Yeah. All that to say, uh, I could say, hey, I have a friend at work. They went back to work. They've been back to work for about a month. And now I, maybe a, a lot of them are going back to work because someone tested positive for COVID in their office. And they took most of the precautions, a few of the precautions. Because they're telling us that's like, I think by September or October, they want to have at least like 50% of everyone back who wants to be back. Like mm-hmm. they're still at least right now talking about it, but that's not going to happen. Yeah. And we are on the course everywhere for this to just get worse. There's no one that's, there's nothing going to stop it. Yeah. And no matter how much the Repub- some Republicans are like trying to make it non-political as they've made it, I guess, wearing a mask, which is so stupid. Insane. How do you politicize that is beyond me. And I'm like, well, actually, wait a minute. It's prudent to wear a mask it's it's you should probably be wearing masks is bullshit motherfuckers we all know why you fanned this flame um yeah it's just gonna get worse they're thinking about like going back to school up here and i haven't read all the science around this yet because i've only started to hear about it this week and i think i actually kind of dropped out some of the science articles i've been reading other stuff but i guess the the going thing now is I guess weighing the uh, the lifetime impact of child development by not going back to school versus, I guess, the mortality rate that we face if they do go back. And also, I, apparently, there's studies across the world where, oh, kids actually aren't carriers as much. It's actually rare uh, that kids even start carrying this or spread it. So we could probably send the kids back. Hmm. We know kids aren't as affected or like are affected differently by it, but apparently they're not carriers as much. Hmm. Part of me skeptical about this because you know, I haven't read it yet. I know yeah. that there's some dubious politicians that are throwing that out, and I'm like, guys, first off, what is it, Rand Paul, the guy from Tennessee? Oh, fuck, fuck you, fuck you, guy. I, whatever you say already, sorry, you've proven time and time again yeah, you are no. not an, an upstanding person. But even some other disease control people are saying things similar to it. I, 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 but it's like, guys, I don't know. I'm going to read no. this. Re- I got to read this research. I, I can't I, trust you on that. Yeah, I absolutely don't trust it. Because, like, we're all such a fun- we're still so funny about, like, weird different ways this affects you. And, like, all the, the long-term effects. And, like, no. Oh, yeah. No. If you get it, like, really bad, you don't just get it and then get over it. It can stay, like, effects of it ripple as yeah. far as we know for, like, months, maybe years after. Yeah. But right now, the going thing is for our school districts is all the kids are just going to go back and wear masks. No other precautions really taken other than like, hey, try to social distance-ish, but just wear masks. That's plan A. Mm -hmm. Plan B is um, 50% go half, like they switch up days and they just go like 50% or whatever, and they keep all the kids separate enough. 
and they like basically say, okay, masks are mandatory. And then plan C is, hey, we're just going to go remote for the year. Now, the interesting thing about this, because we watched the, the conference with the school district, is someone said, so you put out three plans. Like, why do you have three of them? Isn't the first one just like the one we're going to go with? And they're like, well, think about it. <laughs> August is, a, is still like two months away. And you guys know what's happening in the rest of the, the states. Come on. I mean, it's like... like it's insane, but, like, the thing is, also, because they're dead set on not giving, like, stimulus checks or oh, uh, basic in- yeah. universal basic income, so, like, I, like, what are, like, parents that have to work supposed to do with their kids? I mean, it's very real that a lot of kids also get, like, fed yeah. through school, so, Absolutely. I mean... Absolutely. Like, those kids, there's no safety net for anything. I mean, like, if, if anything, I would... My wild suggestion would be, all right... Um, high school students are definitely remote, and what we 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 take half those like elementary school kids that like they can't stay on their own, um, and like they need somewhere to go because their parents are probably working. Um, like just put them like put them in the high school buildings, oh. um, fi- like split it up so you can at least. I don't know how you do it, but I'm just like throwing out crazy ideas because like. I don't know what you fucking... Actually, what you just need to do is just fucking pay people to stay home. Just pay people to stay home. Like, that's what needs to happen, but that's not going to happen. It is It is tough, especially with young kids, to get work done. Like, if Vera... Yeah. If we didn't have a baby... We, we, for a month, we had Vera here, and we got a, a day... Like, a babysitter to come for half the day. Um, but even then, that was a struggle sometimes. Juggling that in work. Yeah. she's a kid. Like, she's a tiny child. Joey is totally fine to work from yeah. work from home learn from home like he did great um but like in. everyone was caught off guard yeah it's just like all right i know what work i needed to do he loved the zoom calls and they did it um but to, i mean he's also a kid who plays with other kids like like for him to just jump in and start talking there is no shyness or anything because he's used to playing Fortnite with his cousins and friends and they just chat the entire time like there's no there's a lot of this stuff about like oh there's a barrier like learning digitally is different and it is but like for the same example that me and you do this show every freaking week and we talk I mean yeah I mean I I don't especially even with my own stuff at work there's been no loss of communication there's been some people are different because I guess different people all I'm saying is there's a way to do this (laughs) I think remotely that's going to be fine yeah we have the tools and the technology we can do this and if we're not going to do anything else which we should be doing like all the other things things, we can at least do this (laughs) like I just the big thing is like the elementary school kids like the kids that like like, you can't just say, all right, all right, kindergartner, <laughs> sit in front of your Zoom call. Yeah, kindergartners, you're not going to be able to do that. No, you can't do that. And, like, parents, listen, pay the parents to be teachers then. <laughs> like. Well, that's crazy, Brad. Every teacher would quit. Like, pay everyone to stay home. If you've, if you've got a young child, like, all right, cool, that's, what, that's your job now. Like. Like, it's insane. Like, we gotta fucking do something. Like, they're, like, and just think about, like, all, like, that fucking, the shitty fucking bills that Nancy Pelosi was all about that are just filled with corruption. And let me tell you, as a person that works for a bank, there is so much fraud in that, in those PPP loans. So much fraud. So much fraud. Really? Every week I'm looking for a new kind of fraud. Here's an idea. To fund, because what did they say? I know that there's been all kinds of stuff like, hey, if Jeff Bezos just took like a fraction of his wealth, he could pay like 
everyone could have like $100,000 for a year and be fine. Like he would drop in the bucket. He could pay. I don't remember if that's all his employees or like everyone in the United States. I know the billionaires can pull together and get us through this alone just on the cash yeah. they just have around. And that's, you know, I, I don't even know if that's just like, that might be just cash they literally have around. Not just like, hey, this is all invested in Scott. That might just be cash they have liquidated. I don't know. All that to say is, what if we go to our budgets, only the military budget, only the military budget, because it's already ballooned beyond it, and we take everything where they ordered, like, a plane or a tank or any type of weapon and just say, you get one less of these. Oh, that plane that costs $26 billion to make? Guess what? Not $26 billion. I'm thinking it's $23 million still. Doesn't matter. A billion. We're going we're gonna to get at least a couple of billion from just that alone. Mm-hmm. Take that out. That's what we're going to use. Everyone gets money off from that. Yeah. We pay the people with that, and then they can just do whatever they want with it. Yeah. Even better. Live. Take all the money from the cops. Take all the money oh, from no, the military. Okay, okay, wait a minute. Um, and then we just take care of all of it. Well, that was plan A, Brad. Plan B is defund anything that's not necessary. And especially, I, there's a lot of things we can just cut. All yeah. those planes are cut. Sorry, yeah. we don't need those. A lot of the naval stuff. Just so much of the military budget gone. Police budget? That's already going to be, like, we're going to cut that and then rethink that. So that's where another pool of money is going to go. And the rest of it, yeah, people start living. We're going to be able to give people $200,000 a year. Everyone in the United States. Level playing field. Yeah. How awesome would that be? That would save the housing market. People would just be like, yes. <laughs> yeah. I want to start buying houses. Listen, the way, I, moratorium on rents and mortgages. Um, just no, no rents and mortgage payments. No rents and mortgage payments ever again. Just for like, I just cut it off for a year. All right, for next year, no rents, no mortgage payments. We'll do this for a year and see what happens. Maybe we'll do it the next year. Oh. Maybe we'll do it the year after that. Who knows? But at least try all this for a year. How about we just take try all that money be. that the fucking Democrats um, <clears throat> spent on Amy McGrath's fucking campaign so that she can lose Mitch McConnell? Uh, we just take all that money and that uh, was wasted on that, um, and we just uh, put that in the pot too. Plan B might also um, uh, might also incorporate like a uh, the floor is lava like situation, but with certain members of uh, Congress, Mitch McConnell being one of them. Um, and it's real lava in this maybe. Yeah, yeah. Um, they, oh, also, yeah, out, Mitch McConnell, I mean, Amy McGrath, Nancy Pelosi—they're all going to be dropped into actual lava. Well, I mean, if they can't make it through the obstacle course with Brad, there's no there's no hope for Mitch McConnell to make it through any of the floors. Lava, obstacle course, and it's a reality show, so people will. I mean, I'm not going to watch it because it's a little too graphic for me. I just can't watch someone do like die that way, and I'm kind of I against the world. But I mean, that's what Plan B called for. I didn't make that amendment to it; someone else did. So we got to go through Plan B because yeah. we're not going to go through Plan A. We talk about the COVID numbers where they are. We can't do Plan A. Yeah. It was presented. To kind of just appease the people who don't wear masks and who are idiots. Plan yeah. B is the real plan. Yeah, I like it. B plus like it. is what we call it. Brad, can we talk about Netflix's The Floor is Lava for just a second? Oh, please. Tell me. Tell I me. mean, we're going to be talking about other TV shows and movies as well. Um, game show. Imagine all the best things from Double Dare and Legends of the Hidden Temple just kind of rolled into a TV show. We get teams of people, and they like to theme themselves. It's like, we're the doctors. It's the doctors versus the nurses versus the firefighters in this episode. And guess what? They're going to be making their way through what we call the study. And there's all kinds of things like desks and chairs, and there's like all these obstacles, essentially. But guess what? The floor is freaking lava. And it's this bubbling mass of um, what looks like comical lava like obviously it's not lava and not in this tv show anyway. um but um 
it's it's not you can't really see through it like it's bright red and orange and it's just really it's awesome um and we get a little bit of them with the beginning like they start talking trash about the other teams just learning about themselves like hey we're the doctors we went through med school together great um and then they go they, they're met with a, the floor's lava room and they've got to get to the end and points are scored as many people who can get through who can jump from each obstacle and like find the things to like uh trigger mousetrap level like oh this hits this which moves this Rue goldberg machine that drops this uh chandelier so it's easier to move or drops the canoe so they're easier to move or in the canoe's case makes it actually pretty a lot harder really to balance um Maybe they trip, maybe they set off a booby trap. Um, whoever can get to the end, they get a point for each person that goes over. And uh, there's also a time limit involved. So if they get all three over, but someone does it in a shorter amount of time, they win. Um, they only win $10,000, which makes sense because you're just navigating one room. And they get a little lava lamp to take with them. That's the trophy. Um, I'm going to call shenanigans on the filming immediately. Oh. Here's the thing. We get them at the green screen pre-talk. And they're like, okay, blah, blah, yeah, yeah, we're going to win. We're going to win. Yeah, go firefighters. Um, if they win, we see them in the room with the host. And he's like, hey, guys, you won. And they're like really excited. Like, yeah. But they look like they have not gone through the obstacle course. It oh. seems to me that they film every one of them winning just to have the B-roll. Like just to have the roll in case they win. Because they look untouched. They're not wet. They're all alive. (laughs) (laughs) And you can tell that they're just not as excited, like, as they should be. Or, like, if you, like, if you went through and only one of your teammates survived, which happens a lot, and a lot of them don't even make it to the end, friend, because it is hard. Like, that's the best part about this, is that it's challenging and difficult, and some people lose it. Some people cannot do it, and fear takes control. Um... I want to see that. I want to see two people soaked, just like in lava, just mm-hmm. like that was so hard, like heavy breathing, bruised. Because um, some people definitely aren't making it out without being bruised in this. There's some hard hits. It's bullshit that they film it after before they go yeah. through the obstacle yeah. courses. Like, hey, we won, yeah. Okay, now we have to actually go in. Cool. I would recommend watching at least one or two of them, and I could give I'm you curious. choice episodes. Okay. There's one where the one with the doctors and the nurses and um, the firefighters is is fun. There's one where there's these three science teachers from a high school, I think, in California, and they talk a big game. There's this one guy who is absolutely terrified the entire time. Like, he was, like, excited and everything until he sees the room, and he is visibly just, like, sweating, nervous. Nice. Can't do anything. He's, like, shaking. He's like, well, am I supposed to, like, jump from there to there? And it's like, they even tell you, like, it's a five-foot jump, it's a three-foot jump, it's a six-foot. Um, and one of his comrades is, like, going through it. She's like, yeah, dude, you'll be fine. Just do it. And he's, like, awkwardly, ah! jumps, completely fails. Like, alt, like grabs onto this sphere and just, like, ah! Now, the best thing about this is I guess they're instructed that when they touch the lava too much, and there's a little leeway here. I've seen some people dip their foot and leg in the lava, and it's okay because it's only for like a second, and they have firm control to recover. But if you, and it's pretty slippery, but if most of your body, like if half of your body goes, you're just gone because you can't, you can't pull yourself back up. And I don't know how deep it is, but it's played in there as if you are dead. <laughs> Amazing. These people, like, and most of the time, and they never surf, you never see them come back up. They're just gone. <laughs> so they fall to the lava, and it's just gone. 
and I don't know how deep this thing is, but you don't see them. Like, you don't, because you can't, you have no visible depth below, like, a two inches of the surface of this. And some people will be like, all right, I'm going to do it. And they're like, go, go, go. And they jump and either miss the platform and just straight into wow. lava. <laughs> or they hit it and they're like, ah! And that's all you hear and they're gone. But some people are, like, clinging on. They're like, no! as they fall in the lava and like sometimes it's families and they yell like brother sister and they just pretend that they're dead <laughs> and they're they're dead they're gone amazing the best part one of the ones had this one guy get through it and it's better if it's a team sport but this guy kind of like went, i can do this and he did it but his other two friends he watched them just die just like make horrible jumps and calls one of my favorites um there was like a group of young like they're in their early 20s i don't know if they work in a call center but they work together there's a boyfriend and his girlfriend and he there's like a backstory they give a little bit to where like he pursued her for a while and she just kind of like gave into it which is bullshit rhetoric or whatever but they're like they, everyone seems kind of mismatched like they're not, they don't they don't look like they should be a couple in a way but it's like all right cool you know love love is love everyone you know to each their own and then it's one of their friends and they really collaborate. They're very supportive, unlike a lot of these other teams. And they get to a point where they just don't have the physicality to do this. And they don't really realize that until they're halfway through it. And then people just start dying and it's heartbreaking. But there's a heroic moment at the end where this one girl, I'll just go ahead and say, makes it. But it is it is a feat that she does, and it's nice. not conventional. They're like, wait a minute, no one's ever done this, and no one has, because we've seen this show, and no one's ever attempted what she does. But it pays off, and it's awesome. It is tragic whenever... It there's another one where there's these... Um I think they're like three uh, young young women. They're like in their late 20s who are like doing yoga, and they do a pretty good job. But this one girl is like taking it out on the set. There's like a... I think it's like the living room or something or the basement, and there's couches. And the second she gets on a piece of furniture, she starts just dismantling it. Anything that's like a cushion that could actually help cushion your fall, she's like taking it, just throwing it in the lava. She's like, fuck this. And she basically dismantles everything as they go through it, which is kind of... I would say not the etiquette that you want on this. Friend, you got to watch this show. Yeah, I'm you got to watch it. It's a fun time. It's a fun time. I feel like, I think if we went on it as a Ramjack show, I don't know if we'd make it through, no, but we would we try would our damnedest. Would we? I don't know that we would. I don't know if we would. I, you can try your damnedest. Try. Um, I'll, I'll pass. I'll pass. Um, Alex, I'd like to talk about a show that I want to call shenanigans on. Okay. Um, I have, I, at this point, I have watched the first five episodes of The Mandalorian. Nice. Very nice. Um, Alex, I have been deceived. I have been lied to by the world. <laughs> I, okay, what's what, up? The, what I, the one thing, listen, I, as we discussed on the podcast before Mandalorian came out, I didn't know what a Mandalorian was. I, I, apparently everyone else knows what Mandalorians are. Cool. Fine. I think it's perfectly reasonable that I didn't understand what a Mandalorian was. Oh, yeah. No big deal. I'm, I'm fine without knowing what a Mandalorian was. Like, I don't, I, I don't think that's the wildest thing. But you know what? I'm calling shenanigans on everybody on the fucking planet. Because everything I've heard about this show is, oh, Baby Yoda, Baby Yoda, I love Baby Yoda. I, Baby Yoda's great. Oh, Baby Yoda's in this show. Um, bullshit. <laughs> that's not Yoda. And he's, he's 50 years old. Yeah. If you want to say, oh, oh, but actually, but they're babies for much longer. He's a toddler, if anything. Not a baby. Not a baby. Not Yoda. That's a 50-year-old guy. Don't even know his name. It's not Yoda, though. 
I mean, that that is very, I mean, yeah. I was very confused when the show started. I was like, wait, what time period is this? Because, like, it seems like this is, like, not, like, in, like, time for Baby Yoda timeline. Because, like, this looks like, like, regular Star Wars time. Yoda's not like, like not like yeah, old, not like right? eight hundred years before Star Wars time. Because I was like, oh, this show has a baby Yoda on it. You know, Yoda is a baby. Um, no, no, not at all. <laughs> Someone else. Hey, it's little green Norman, the fifty-year-old. <laughs> no one's talking about oh, little green Norman, the fifty-year-old. The show. No, they're talking about baby Yoda. Bullshit. Bullshit. <laughs> I guess the reason that people defaulted to calling it a ba- a baby Yoda, not baby Yoda, and then some people did get that confused. People have been and, saying and, baby and, and straight up said, some people have been saying that's baby Yoda, and it's not. And we've known that for a while. I guess it's just, it, it's easy to get that confused or twisted in the language of, of the fandom. But it is a baby of whatever Yoda is, and since no one is that deep into the Star Wars universe to really remember what his species is called. So you're telling me that- they, everybody knows what Mandalorians are, but nobody yeah. knows what Yoda is? Well, what is a Mandalorian? A Mandalorian Great question. Is like, <laughs> it's a ban- It's a bounty hunter group. It's a group of people that used to be on some planet I'm assuming was Mandalore, maybe? And they've had to go underground. They're like a, almost a cult-level bounty hunter sect. I, I think that's what a Mandalorian yeah. is. Um, hold, hold, hold up, hold up, hold up. I, um, I, I, I want to, I want to pull in a, pull in a consultant. You know what pissed me off when I was a kid, realizing that Yoda wasn't like native to Dagobah. Like I just assumed that was his home planet. Yeah. But no, just an exile, just like hanging out, hiding away from Darth Vader and uh, the Emperor. He'd still be there today if uh, he didn't vanish. What is... Because the bigger question is, like, why is there just a baby Yoda? Like, what is... Because if he's 50 years old and this takes place, he would have been around for Luke and Yoda and them, right? Because this is... This takes place before the new movies are, like, right in tandem-ish with them. Yeah. Not post-new movies. Yeah. I, yeah, it seemed, it seemed... The vibe I was getting is it was not long after Return of the Jedi... So yeah, this baby Yoda has been in the mix, has been around. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Baby Yoda, ba- baby Yoda was a baby. Um, the fifty-year-old Yoda. We'll say, we'll say it. Middle-aged Yoda. <laughs> like <laughs> the human years. This this dude was around when Anakin was uh, was being a weirdo. So thinking about annuities right before retirement, you know, getting his things together. I will say this. When Yoda ate frogs in some of those episodes, a little weird, a little much for me. Uh, I mean... Oh, you don't like watching 50-year-olds eat frogs? Just like a full, just like any animal that would eat something whole. Just disturbing. It's very bizarre. So I have watched half of episode six, and uh, your last episode is episode five. Yeah. So we're we're at the same place of watching Mandalorian. All right, um, guys, hold on. We're gonna we're gonna call in a Star Wars consultant. Oh, really? Yeah, because I, I just I I just I want <laughs> I want to. I didn't realize Tammy has an encyclopedic knowledge of Star Wars. Oh, she absolutely does not. Oh, okay. Put this on speaker. Hello. Hey, friend. How are you? <laughs> Good. It's weird to talk to you on a phone, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. Um, Alex, are you hear clearly? Is it coming through the mic? Okay. Oh, yeah, I can hear Tammy. Okay. I'm assuming Great. she can't hear me. She cannot hear you, it, which is fine. That's true. No. <laughs> um, Tammy, I wanted to ask you um, an important question as our as our Star Wars correspondent. <laughs> what, what the fuck? Okay. <laughs> um, I, uh, listen, I just started watching the show The Mandalorian. Now, I have a question for you. Um, 
Now, I assume I assume you haven't watched The Mandalorian? No. Okay. Not at all. Would you tell me what you know about The Mandalorian? There's like a baby Yoda, but it's not no. really baby Yoda. Oh. It's really just like a different Well, well, well. Damn it. Like it's it's from but it's not Wow. You all right, you win. You fucking win. <laughs> <laughs> Tell her what I she's won, Brad. I listen, I just found out the other night. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're a lot better than me about ignoring angry people on the internet. Yeah. So that is I, that is something I feel like you have on me, Brad. Okay. <laughs> uh, I mean, all right, well, congratulations, Tammy, you won again. Thank you for being our Star Wars expert and knowing that Baby Yoda is neither a baby nor is he Yoda. All right, thanks. Uh, have a, a lovely evening, guys. Cheers. Thank you, Tammy. Just uh, while, oh. while we were getting that call on, I went into uh, Wikipedia really quick. Yoda is 900 years old, mm-hmm. give or take, and he is from a mysterious species that is unnamed. That's a thousand years old and no one really knows what's happened, but there's not many of them left. Hmm. But he's from a species that's a thousand years old? Um, that is not... It's a mysterious species. It doesn't really go into any more detail. He's a 900 years old, right. so it's at least... I'm sure surely it predates him, but he's like either one of the okay. last ones or like they're hidden somewhere. There was like a female of whatever Yoda is, this mysterious species, in one of the prequel movies, yeah. right? Yeah. So obviously they had children. Right? Uh, uh, and this is their child, right? Uh, and they had it, like, well before the prequels, because the prequels take place, what, a couple... It, it, the, the timelines could add up. Hmm. Hmm. Weird. I mean, it's it's weird. What do you think of Mandalorian otherwise, though? Besides the shenanigans of the show. It's good. It's good. I, I like the fact that it's, like, it's like a little... It's, it's like a real simple little show. Like... I like every episode. It's like a 70s like TV show. It's like real, real lax. It's like, yeah, we're just going to go do this one thing this week. All right. I, I like that about it, too. It has like a, um, it feels more like, it's got a feel of the old movies to me that nothing else has captured, um, which is fine. Like, I like the new movies and, well, the prequels are what they are. And they'll have their own feel, but this has that kind of guns. Like, it, it has, like, a Western vibe that I like mm-hmm. a lot. And it does, like you said, it has a very 70s feel to it. Yeah. Um, like, oh, Mandalorian's coming to town. Let's see what he can get up to this week. I also love all the guest stars. You mentioned the last episode you watched was five with Amy yeah. Sedaris in it. Yeah. Jer- Jerry, Jerry Blank, uh, <laughs> uh, babysitting uh, a 50-year-old little green guy. Um, it's great. I love the first episode where the Jawas just took that dude's ship apart. Like, just yeah. hollowed that thing out. Was that yeah. the first or second episode? Um, I think it's the, no, it's like the second or third episode. And he has to get that egg. Like, it's, there's just, there's a weird quality to it yeah. that's also neat. I also loved when the Mandalorians had to, like, uproot and just, like, lay waste to where they were. Mm-hmm. That was the sin or something. I don't remember which episode that was, but it was before... The episode I ended on was six. I only watched about half of it, and I wasn't able to return. So I guess this over the next week, Brad, I'll make it my mission to just finish watching Mandalorian. Maybe you will, too. We'll talk yeah. more about it next week. Maybe we'll learn more about Yoda. Maybe maybe we'll learn more about Baby Yoda, a.k.a. not a baby and not Yoda. Werner Herzog was super into this, by the way. <sighs> Werner Herzog, he's so great. Love him. Love him. Hope he comes he's back. Great. Hope he comes back. Surely he will. I don't remember. Yeah, he didn't die. No, he's he's still there. He's still out there, probably looking for this little green child, this green toddler. 
Brad, the other thing I watched this week, which I want to... It's a movie. It's on Netflix. And it's called Feel the Beat. I'd say it's a fun ride. And it's a fun ride if you go in... Hey, do you like, like, Lifetime movies and Hallmark movies that are ridiculous to a point? Do you like it also because they don't have really good production values and the stories are kind of weird? Imagine one of those movies that was just a little bit better. <laughs> that had a budget that actually didn't look like it was shot on a shoestring. Hmm. That's what Feel the Beat is. Um... Let me just read Here's the synopsis from Netflix. After blowing a Broadway audition, a self-centered dancer reluctantly returns home and agrees to coach a squad of young misfits for a big competition. I mean, you know how this ends. You know, the second I said it, you, you could probably tell me everything happens in this movie, Brad, in 60 seconds or less without going over. I'm not I'm kidding. I wouldn't spring that on you. Um, but um, they fall in the lava. Yeah, they fall in the lava. It, it turns into every show on Netflix is now the floor is lava, yeah. and some of those dancers don't make it. Um, I would say it's it's done better than a lot of those. Like, yeah, it's it's again, it's in the same vein of like a Hallmark slash Lifetime movie, except um, it's just done better. So that's good, um, and it's entertaining. I, I would say it's it's good. Something that I really enjoyed that I liked a lot as far as like representation that's not normally done in these movies is there is a a little girl who's deaf and everyone in the town has learned sign language to help with her and they're all signing and even the the star of this who doesn't know american sign language learns it over the course of the tv show or the movie and it's like oh okay cool and it's not addressed that that's weird or that hey we all had to learn sign language it's just a part of it which i really like it's 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 not treated as like a tack on it's like this is just the world they live in cool um, there's some stuff on there that I, I mean, I'm not a Broadway star. Uh, I know that we know people who are in and around, and Brad, you used to do a lot of theater. Um, so I really wonder about some of the stuff on here, like I always do, like how mm -hmm. accurate it is. Mm -hmm. Essentially, this girl blows an audition because she doesn't steal the cab of someone, but she does, well, kinda she steals it. The woman has the door open, and she says, thank you, and jumps in, and says, I got a big audition. Of course it's raining. Everyone is soaked. And it turns out, and this happens in the first five minutes of the movie, that the woman that she took the cab from is the person that's like a big-time Broadway dance uh, choreographer. And she's, and because of that, this star, who our budding star who's awesome at dancing, is never going to work in this town again. Ugh. Her only hope is to woo the other guy who's like a big-time Broadway uh, choreographer. So is that, there only one choreographer in this world? Well, there's one that has a big sway over everything. It's like, look, I don't want you to hire this girl, or I'm not going to choreograph your stuff. And I do at least two-thirds, if not a third, of all the dance. The other guy who does all this, though, could give a fuck about this woman. So that's why our budding star has to woo him. But he's a tough sell. He's a... Uh, but he's going to be a judge at this child's, like, dance competition in Atlantic City. And that's why she's going to whip these kids into shape and bring the whole town together, really. Um, it's a wild ride. It's fun. I mean, it's fun for what it is. Um, so that's why I say I give it a fun ride. Okay, okay. Alex, um, I know something we'll probably be talking about next week as well. Tomorrow is the launch of the new Unsolved Mysteries. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do. They've got to bring back the old theme song, right? On the trailer, it seemed like they had kind of an updated version, so I'm, nice. I'm, I'm curious to see. I'm very, I'm, I'm very excited to check that out tomorrow. By tomorrow, by tomorrow, I mean maybe at midnight tonight. Oh, gotta be midnight tonight, friend. It's already ten o'clock. You can totally wait. It's only a few more hours. Will it drop at midnight? I don't, I don't know. know how these releases work. Yeah, I don't, I don't the, know. 
That's on Netflix, though? Yeah. Okay, that is awesome. We're going to go ahead and... Put, I couldn't remember which streaming platform. It yeah, we'll definitely talk about that. So, okay, my homework this week is Mandalorian, and I got to get the Unsolved Mysteries in there. Yeah. Got it. Who's hosting? I don't even know... I don't know anything about the new Unsolved Mysteries. Don't know who's hosting it. I don't know if they've got the theme song. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm very curious. I know I'm going to watch it, though. I can rate it before anything happens. I got to remind me in a share... Real cases of perplexing disappearances, shocking murders, and paranormal encounters fuel this gripping revival of the iconic documentary series. Mm. Paranormal encounters. <laughs> I mean, I know, I know. A series that went from 1985 until like 2004? I mean, it barely stopped. <laughs> We're back. It was on for the majority of our lives. I can't wait to stream really, this tomorrow. But, you know. I mean, this is going to be... Yeah. yeah. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. I hope. Brad, I'm going to give you a choice. Oh, boy. Actually, hold up one second. I got to get everything in. I got to get my ducks in a row here. I'm just taking away my choices. Should we give advice, or do you want to be a judge? I want to be a first? judge. I want to be a judge. I got a gavel. Uh, guys, welcome to the Ramjack section. <laughs> Segment of the show we call Hear Ye, Hear Ye, where Brad, uh, the honorable judge Brad... Provides over a case Thank you. Um, and gives his verdict. Brad, I'm going to give you the facts of this case. Okay. And I need you to uh, render a verdict. All right. Uh, in California, a man is suing a woman for stealing his dog. I need um, some more information. Okay. So um, this guy, uh, he is, let's see, I think they're in LA. He is, um, let's see, wait a minute. Let me find his actual name. I'll give you, because this is a story that's for real. I mean, I need to know mainly is how cute is the dog. Um, so I don't know the specifics of the dog type. Uh, but right. I know that the it's person hard. suing is named Elliot. And he is an unhoused man who lives with his support dog oh. for many years. Okay. So the story is he was camping out in a tent in a public area. And some people approached him. I was like, hey, uh, we're giving away this furniture. Do you want it? And he's like, yeah, actually, that'd be really great for my tent and my dog. Thanks. So while they're, like, getting him, helping him get this furniture in his tent and around it, one person in this couple of people who are generous straight up just nabs this dog. The fuck? Takes it. Before he even knows it, he's like, wait a minute, where the fuck is my dog gone? Like, the car, he sees the car go off. He's like, fuck, that's my service dog. This is my dog I've had for years. Like, this is nuts. Um, this dog pops up because obviously he does what he can to like get people like crowdsource. He finds out and it turns out that a social media influencer called Heart LA. Wait, that's not. Wait a minute. Let me find out what her name is because that's just as important as his. Okay. Her name's actually not Heart LA. Heart LA is something else. Heart LA is the people representing him. Um, they're a housing quality advocate organization. Um, there is, but there's a s Instagram influencer named Brittany Littleton. Um, who got this dog from these people who, th who nabbed the dog. And apparently they're friends with her and they nabbed the dog and gave it to her. Um, and the guy was like, Hey, those people stole my dog and now you have it. I know this is weird, but that's my dog. Can I have it back? And she's like, Nope, I don't know what you're talking about. This isn't your dog. I got this dog fair and square. And he's like, Nope, pretty sure that's my dog. Yeah. She changes, she changes her story. She's like, okay, look, um, yeah, okay. It's your dog. But I just took him to the vet and he was actually really sick. And I spent over $6,000 at the vet to get him better. And if you want to pay that $6,000, you can have your dog back. But I don't think you're in a position to do that. So I don't think you're going to get your dog back. Kill her. 
And he was like, no, I want my dog back. So no. he's su- obviously they're suing and they're going to court over it. No, no, don't go to court. Like, break into that fucking bitch's house and, like, bust her skull open with a lead pipe. So before they went to court, he was like, this is ridiculous. This is my dog. But he did do a GoFundMe and he raised over $6,000. He's like, all right, I got the money. I will give you this cash right now. Can I please have my dog back? She said no. Um, Kill so the bitch. Kill her. Like, <laughs> drag her out of her house and, like, beat her to death. So she's saying that her business and livelihood, which is an Instagram influencer and just getting money off of this stuff. Not a job. Um, is in jeopardy because this is obviously she's getting blowback for this. Yeah, good. So she's like, look, I all I did was rescue this dog. Nope. This dog. Now, the the point that this dog did have $6,000 in vet bills is for real. I think the dog is disabled in his own right and has like a little wheelchair. He's a dog that I think his back legs also don't work. So they he has a wheelchair and the, he had a wheelchair even with this guy. So I think they did more stuff. So there was a vet bill that needed to be paid that they went and they got paid. Um, but still, I don't think that factors no, in any of matter. this. That's, if anything, matter. it's like, hey, cool, you spent money on someone else's dog. Yeah. Very generous of you. Yeah. Um, so you're saying, what is your verdict? My right verdict now? Now, is I do want to remind you of something, Brad. I do want to remind you of something. Mm-hmm. Now, this is, this is something. Stealing a dog in the state of California is against the law. Mm-hmm. Specifically in the state of California. I don't know if it's illegal in other places, mm-hmm. but this article says, look, just so you know, here's a link. It's against the law in California. So, friend, as someone who's a self-proclaimed dog snatcher, supposedly, or at least have aspirations, dog careful in the state of California. Very different. Very different scenario. Your snatching is different. Granted, yeah. I, it can be just, every scenario is different. Yeah. And a dog snatcher is a, I mean, you gotta, no. you gotta read you snatch a, You snatch a dog to take it um, into a better environment. Like, if the owners are shitty, you snatch, you snatch a dog. If a dog needs to be snatched, and you know the dog needs to be snatched, you snatch a dog. Um, this, this yeah. dude, first of all, you don't steal, you don't steal anything from a homeless person. Like, exactly. So, fuck you for that. Um, no, can't do that. Um, you don't snatch anything from a homeless person. Like, that's his dog. Also, service dog? Like, no. Fuck that? No. Absolutely not. No, I so sentence her to death. <laughs> <laughs> guilty and death by, like, how? Like, does the who decides that? Um, whatever, you know. I Well, I he got his dog snatched, so I guess he gets to choose the method. Um, now, the court, the court will monitor to make sure it is gruesome and painful enough. Um, like, if he's like, no, 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 just, like, just let her die, um, like, painlessly, we'll have to intervene and say, I'm sorry, sir. Um, the court does not approve. Um. Hold up, I have a picture of the dog. No, I don't. I have a picture of a chicken. Yeah. They didn't show, so they have a picture of her. And I guess if we went to her account, we could find this dog because she's a mess. What she does, she just posts stuff on Instagram. And the picture they show here is her with wildlife. Ugh. I also, she's an Instagram influencer. Um, I like, I like, no, like you should, you could have stopped right there. Like, all this is very recent. It's happening. It's happened this week. So we have update. If we if we get updates, we'll let you know. But Brad obviously just ruled. Yeah. And Brad's order is definitive order. And thank you for clearing up the whole cuz there's some things that I don't I don't know fully, like the difference between snatching versus stealing. And the law specifically yeah. says stealing a dog is illegal, but snatching is different. Yeah, snatching is different. Cuz as you said, it's yeah. defined as a mutual understanding Snatch, between snatching, you and the animal. Snatching is a liberation, um stealing is theft. So someone should snatch this dog from this influencer, yeah, whatever that is. And give it back to this yeah, guy. If you see an influencer with a dog, um, you can snatch that dog in a second. 
<laughs> the dog will want to be snatched. It will look uh, at you begging with its eyes and the understanding yeah. between you, an unspoken now, word I, I, is. Now, there, there is a slight caveat. If it's a dog influencer, like if if it's super purine, um, like, oh, you, like no, totally no one can snatch her because she's the most precious of precious dogs. And I love her with all my heart. And she rides a skateboard. She's a skateboard <laughs> dog. I don't know if, if Leaf, one of my panthers here, was just getting upset because we're talking about pets being nabbed, but she is right beside me at the computer. Now she laid down, but she was looking right at Brad again, creepily very, like she did earlier scary. today. Very scary earlier. Thank you, Honorable Judge Brad, for oh, this. You're welcome. Guys, if you have any cases you want Brad to like rule on, do it. Um, we're here. I'll try to find some. Brad just sent me a link to a social in, uh, a socially influencing dog. Since she's since, since she just super purine, the cutest little dog. Cutest skateboarding dog. Oh my god, this dog is adorable. So cute. Like, painfully cute. I love her. Um, I know that I've mentioned that we watch TikTok, and one of the weirder for you TikTok things that's been coming up is there's this woman who has set up elaborate mechanism of buttons with microphones on the ground, or speakers, and she has her dog, and she asks it questions, and the dog supposedly, like, uses the buttons to communicate with her. And it could just be totally random, but sometimes what she's caught is seems like genuine communication of this dog, like being a dog, like a dog level intelligence, like park, park, car, park. We're not going to go out to the park today, honey. We've already been. It's rainy. Treat. (laughs) Treat. (laughs) Just like, all right, we'll give you a treat. So you don't know if the dog, and she even says it on her thing. She's like, hey, look, guys, just so you know, I honestly don't know if my dog is talking to me. Like, sometimes I'll capture these, sometimes it actually sounds like gibberish. Like, it's just like this dog just randomly pressing buttons. But sometimes, like, this moment where this dog wanted to go to the park, supposedly, and gets a treat, seems genuine to me. But we're figuring it out together as a TikTok channel. So just follow along if you want to. If not, it's cool. Um, Brad, should we help people? Do we want to segue? Or is there anything else we want to talk about before we start helping some people? These These aren't Mormons. These aren't Mormons, and these aren't people with paranormal problems. These are people yeah. with real problems. Oh, whoa. I, but I'm curious Are you like saying that them. Mormon problems and spooky crystal problems aren't real problems? Guys, before a scandal breaks out here on Ramjack, <laughs> I would like to apologize on behalf of the show and of myself. Mm. You are correct, Brad. People with paranormal problems and Mormon problems still have real problems. I mean, Alex, it's what It's the if, same problem, what if, but... What if a bee is stinging your boyfriend every single day for years? What if there's a gin and a crystal? Like, those are real-life problems. I mean, not to be confused with, you know, do I need to borrow a pie plate from someone or what is it, a pie tin? Mm-hmm. Because I'm going through bunker times. I'm bunkering up. I can't even remember some of the other Mormon questions. What was the one about a hot dinner, hot beef? Oh, uh... I always remember there's a lot of gross, large amounts of gross food. A hot ham dinner. A hot (laughs) ham dinner. Ah. Ah. So maybe I'll say these are more mundane issues, perhaps. Maybe that's a better way of phrasing that. Right. What's this first real problem? Hey, guys. Um... This person doesn't really have a signature, so this Hmm. is just anonymous. Hmm. Hey guys, I'm an anonymous person. My sister had an unstable relationship with her health. She developed obsessive... Wait, she she developed obsessiveness with diets, cleanses, and new age nonsense. Maybe this is part of the paranormal activity, folk. I didn't. She damaged herself to the point of hospitalization and still refused actual scientific treatment in favor of nature. Quotation marks. Her ex left her because of this and was given full custody by the courts 
of their kids because my sister refused to vaccinate her four-year-old oh. and instead put her on a diet? Hmm. Quotation marks? That's no good. Why would my four-year-old need to get vaccinated? I've got the power of diet? Okay. Yeah. Guys, my sister died. Her pseudoscience bullshit killed her. That's not part of it. That's just me, like, summarizing the first four. That's what happens. Before that, though, before that, she recorded several video messages to her child. I've watched a few, but oh. they are mostly obsessive ramblings about her uh, complex and fixations. Oof. There are a few lovely comments, like when she talks about her favorite poem. I don't know what to do. I don't want to burden my sister's child with this legacy, but the idea of editing these videos into something... Uh, like you could watch <laughs> makes me queasy her ex barely lets my family interact anymore with like the child and my parents know about the videos but not uh let's see but not what they what oh they know about the videos but not the content of the videos what do i owe the dead and what do i owe the living in this situation i could make several nice edited videos where my sister comes across as a loving as loving and not deranged what do i do yeah i it's so easy, like, keep, keep the full videos, because when the kid's an adult, you can say, Hey, you know your mom's was bonkers. Um, Here's these full videos. <laughs> um, I, I gave you the cute, um, not crazy versions when you were a kid, just because I thought I should. Um, But here's the full... Yeah, just because you edit it doesn't make, like, the full video disappear. Save a copy. But don't, don't give a child, like, ramblings of a lunatic. That's not healthy for anybody. Uh, do you? I mean, I guess you have to keep the old vo videos because one, you got to keep that raw and unedited footage. Yeah, you have to. Just like by principle alone, I, I, you're editing videos. Like if if it turns out like like there was like uh, crazy videos of my family being crazy. Oh, I definitely deserve to get those because it's gonna be great. But like, don't give those to me when I'm like nine. Wait till you're at least in your twenties, right? Yeah, maybe yeah. or like you have to be in a adult before you can handle like another adult spewing yeah, nonsense. Yeah, second year of college. Second year of college. But yeah, just edit the videos so the nice stuff. Yeah, give them the have nice something stuff. something they can connect to. Um, that yeah. poem, whatever other things that were nice that were said. This is easy. Just edit the fucking videos. Mm -hmm. Maybe get a professional to do it though. I don't know how well your editing skills are. I mean, that's a talent in its own right. Get Damn, on Fiverr. Shut up. Get on Fiverr. <laughs> Brad, mm -hmm. I'm just an end of, end of life. Oh, yikes. As of 2020, as if 2020 weren't horrible enough, I'm also losing my wife of nearly a decade. Also, she's my high school sweetheart. Um, she has ovarian cancer. Hmm. We recently uprooted ourselves and moved to another state to be closer to family. you get on dyingpeopleforum.com? Like, what's up? Can I finish? We can talk about the source right. materials in a second. I, just, I don't want to interrupt this All very right. somber. Sure. I find I'm struggling with how to approach being with her and wanting her last moments here to be happy and meaningful, when at the same time grappling with fear, sadness, rage, and guilt. Mm -hmm. We've always have a we've always had a good if imper imperfect sex life. Mm -hmm. The dilemma being that most common mismatch of libidos stemming from birth control to mental health drugs. Over the last three years, however, her health has been top priority, so we've only been intimate a handful of times in that span. 
We both mourn for our inability to have children when surgery early in this diagnosis, and we've had many conversations about how she feels betrayed by her own body. I know she's taking some real blows to her self-confidence uh, because of the chemo treatments and procedures to deal with digestive complications, and our sex life before cancer was mostly uh, penetra penetrative. And though I was mum about uh, broaching sex for a while as we dealt with life and death situations, I also wanted to make sure she knew she I still found her beautiful and desirable, as I always have. We talked about other things we could do that didn't involve penetration, though worsening health has kept us from doing all of those things. Obviously. Devastatingly. Devastatingly. We've now confronted the end of life situation. I'd be happy to never have sex again if it meant that she could live, but it seems we're beyond that. I want to do whatever I can for her with the time we have left to us, and her comfort and happiness are my primary concerns. Should I just assume that sexual pleasure is the last thing on her mind? Or should I reintroduce the possibilities while we still have some time? I'm also experiencing a lot of guilt about considering what my life will look like without her. We've only been intimate with each other, and the prospect of dating hookup and hookup culture kind of terrifies me, though I know she would want me to try to find love again. I don't want her to leave, and I don't want to be alone. One of the things I enjoy most about uh, is just being close and cuddling together in our bed, though this has been more difficult as of late because of some of her medical needs. Part of me finds some solace in the idea of one of those realistic sex dolls. At least then I could hold I could hold someone in bed, oh boy. and our bed our bed wouldn't feel quite so empty. I was waiting for the, the sex... turn. I was waiting. I was like, uh, is there gonna be like a crystal question in here or a bigfoot or something? I'm very confused. Is that crazy? A sex doll in bed? It seems quite literally like objectifying of a woman, and the expense could better be served serve a more worthy cause. I'm grateful for any advice you can provide. Why is that we even on the table? Actively seeking therapists. <laughs> like, why is that on the table? Let, let's let's summarize real quick. My wife is dying. We've known this for a while. We've had a mix. Uh, look, we have sex. We had sex, you know, on and off, mixed libidos, whatever. And now that she's dying, I still want to have sex, especially with her, even though she may not be into it. Is the vibe I'm getting from all of this, and that's cool, I guess. Uh, we may never have sex again, and I'm kind of disappointed by it. And I want to talk to her about her about having sex, but whatever. Um, one of the things I like is cuddling with her. Do you think it's okay if I get a sex doll to cuddle with while I, before I jump back into the dating world? No. And, uh, Obviously, no. Like, no. Like, un first of all, I, I don't get it. I don't understand the sex at all thing. Like, I mean, I'm still following Dave Cat on Twitter and, and a couple of his <laughs> dolls. Um, and it is always weird. Uh, There's a lot of these. Would we call this a fetish? I don't know if it's a fetish because a doll is a tool. Or it, that's uh, why do we call them dolls? Using the word doll is one of the other things that bothers me about all this. I but I don't know if there's an I don't I don't know if there's a more accurate better word. Like I think it, I, I think it needs between, to sound weird. If I if well to me the weird the word weird that's more acceptable is like sex robot. Even sex automaton I think would work better than sex doll. Sex doll is just. I mean, because an creepy. adult... It's creepy is what it is. Yeah. And it's both insulting be. in that it's if you're an adult doing this, a doll is something that a child would play with. Also, a child plays with dolls. Like, it's not... There's nothing about the word doll that I like associated with I, this at all. That's why it should be associated with it, because there's nothing about this to like at all. Um, as to the question, like, he said, like, I think... I Did he say something about being objectifying to women? 
Well, yeah, I love that he all this preamble about his wife and the struggle there, and you're like, okay, yeah, you guys, this is track. Like, look, you want to show her that you, the one of the ways that you show someone, at least in your relationship, is sexually, like is through sex, cool. That not the only way, but you guys vibe on that. Maybe I, I can't get that definitively through what he's saying because it seems like she's really reluctant through all this, and it's like, no, listen to your partner, dude. Like, just yeah, a communicates. Cool um, it on the sex. There's other first, ways. Yeah, first communicate, but it doesn't sound like it's it's on the table. Like, if you can't no. if you can't snuggle because of medical issues, um, I don't think you're fucking. Like, sorry. Yeah. That's just the reality of the sit. It's life. Um, that's a girl up and shut up. But when he brings the doll aspect, doll like, is wait. because that's you can't, you can't. Like, why can't you just jerk off like an adult human? He needs, he needs the physicality of another person. Well, not another person, yeah, another he, thing. Well, he doesn't. He doesn't have that. So, like, I like, I just, I mean, um, guys. Full disclosure: I have never had sex with a doll before. <laughs> <laughs> Um, sorry. Um, so I'm just gonna just speak on that. Um, what? This might come as a shock to huh? you as well, but I also have not had relations with any type of doll. Huh? Weird. Uh, so I don't. But I can't imagine. I can't imagine that it's that great. I don't understand. So the way that they read it, and I'm assuming in in all, if this is a. Just reading this, that the the sane interpretation of this is once my wife dies or passes away, and that's mm. coming to it, I might buy a sex doll after that, just to like no. handle the rough times up into that. But it almost sounds like until he gets back to the dating world. But the way that everything else is phrased, it almost sounds like he wants to pull the trigger on this doll now yeah. while she's still alive, and in the the spare bedroom. <laughs> hey, honey, I know we can't cuddle because you're not feeling good. It's totally fine. And by the way. I'd love to have sex with you. I know this is selfish of me to say this, but as much as I want to have sex with you and I know that you can't, I'm going to go fuck a $6,000 doll in the other room. I, that's the other thing. I love you. Like, Thank you. These, Thanks for letting me do this. Like, those things are expensive. And I'm assuming these people's health care it's not gonna, they're gonna, he's gonna have bills I, well after she's dead. Yeah, yeah, no, you. So, I don't think it, I don't think a sex doll's the route to go either. Let's, I, 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 I gotta see, how much do these fucking things cost? Like. Oh, a real doll? Yeah, a real doll. Alright, let's see what we're looking at here. Uh, real, oh god, they're so weird. They're so fucking weird. A shop, let's see. What are we looking at? Oh, uh, out Harmony, was... Harmony, or Solana? Harmony. Okay. Though I'm intrigued by, by Solana. Huh? Which are you? Which I'm, I'm, website are you at? I'm at realdoll.com. Oh. Harmony starting price is seven thousand nine hundred ninety-nine dollars. Whoa! Now that. Uh, that's for um um waterweed. Full price. Full body is $4,000, and then there's a head only. What are we talking about? You can just buy a head? Uh, maybe if, maybe if you want to change it out with your other dolls, I guess. <laughs> we both just real had that realization, because, yeah, there's a there's a uh, sex doll marketplace that I'm on, aftermarket for sex dolls, uh, called Annie's Dollhouse. Oh, boy. All these things are expensive. But I guess second hand's a little cheaper. You can get some of these for under $2,000. But they look creepy and scary. But some of them, yeah, some of these are not like full-on dolls. They're just like either a torso or other things. Like, guys, like, like, what is going on? What is going on? 
Like, dude, first of all, no, you can't buy one of these because, like, you're human and, like, that can't be allowed. Um, definitely not. Definitely not with her still alive. Like, she can't- one of her last memories can't be, oh god, I married a guy that bought a real doll. Oh god, there's a creepy fucking video on this website that I don't like. I don't like its face is moving. It's so creepy. Friend, oh. you can turn it off at any moment. Oh. Come back. Come back to us. Come back to us. Oh, it's just terrifying. Hey, you know how, uh, do you, you know, I, you know what I always think about? I think to myself, uh, oh boy, there's nothing sexier uh, than the movie The Polar Express. <laughs> just the way those faces oh. move. Uh, I love that. It really, really gets me going. Like, what if I could just have that in a three-dimensional form for $8,000? What if I could fuck oh. a character from The Polar Express? I mean, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. That is. I mean, you hit it. It's the Polar. It's it's freaking Tom Hanks, yeah. Polar Express bullshit. Ugh. Yikes! Like that's insane. Listen, uh, you can't, you cannot, you can never buy one of these. Um, like once your wife dies, I, yeah, move on. It can happen. I mean, yeah, like the whole dating scene. Don't let that. Just get over it. Like yeah. it's fine. You'll figure it <laughs> yeah, out. Yeah, it's 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 the best it's ever been with online dating. As far as like it's, you can connect with people all over the freaking place. Huh. Um, like it's not gonna be. Yeah, like the, the options are better. You don't. Have, you don't weird, have to spend eight thousand dollars. Yeah, you don't. On a fucking piece of rubber. And how do you get rid of that? How many relationships have ended? It's like, hey, you know, this has gone really well. We've been dating for like six months. Uh, would you like to move in? You know what? I think I might. Isn't uh, it the plot I, of that Anna Kendrick show? <laughs> I don't. I haven't watched Quibi. I don't know what the Anna Kendrick show is. I feel bad because I like Anna Kendrick. I'd love to support her. I'm not going to buy Quibi. I, yeah, it. nobody's sorry. buying Quibi. Like, sorry, Anna Kendrick. No way. All I know is it's, it's her going sold. on a road trip with a magical talking like sex doll. But like your significant other goes to the closet that they think is their closet that they're going to start moving into when they move in together, and your real doll's in there. Oh, don't There's mind. Don't body. mind Solana. Solana's just it's just her closet. She hangs out in there. Oh, that's Look, you know at night I need someone to cuddle with. Listen, I, I, I had to put Salon in here because Harmony's in the other closet, and they don't get along. <sighs> okay. Oh, Alex, here, there's a sweepstakes. Ultimate robot and fan experience sweepstakes. You could win a real doll. Alex, can I, let me just sign you up here. Alexander Green. <laughs> oh, by all means, friend, let me also <laughs> sign you up for this uh, real doll competition. <laughs> oh... Why is there a six-foot box, like, what looks like a coffin in our front, in our driveway? Yikes. Or damn it, Brad. <laughs> I, I, I distinctly remember us talking about this, like, on, like, an, uh, an episode way back in the day. Like, if we were incredibly wealthy, the pranks, um, of, like, if, oh, getting definitely. other people real dolls. Because the thing is, how do you get rid of it? That is the, the like, I, what do you do? Because, like, you, you go in this marketplace and sell it for a discount to someone. I and mean, you gotta, you gotta, like, cover, you gotta, like, cover it up and, like, put it in, like, a thousand trash bags and then get it into a dumpster. Because, like, you don't want, because the thing is, you don't want to be caught with it throwing it away. And you don't want it in your I home. Mean, you can't do this in front of the neighborhood. Like, neighbors are gonna ask questions. Oh, like, that, shit's it would be very difficult that shit's on next door. That shit's on next door in a minute. Oh yeah, and then that creepy guy down the road is all of a sudden fishing through your garbage can. Yeah, and Solana's gone. <laughs> In my mind, you don't throw it away. You have to sell it. Anything that's that expensive, you got to find a way. Okay, Alex. To, like, here's make a question. With money. Um, when you sell the sex doll, um, what is the process of you giving it to the person buying a used sex doll? 
That's the thing. Mm-hmm. In my mind, it's like, look, you explain the story in the like on this doll marketplace, which uh-huh. is even terrifying yeah, to yeah, say. Yeah. It's just uh-huh. like, sure. Hey, weird prank. Uh, my uh, my good friend and podcasting co-host uh, signing up for this goof like uh, contest, and I won. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm actually buying this for a goof on uh, one of my yeah. friends too, and it's gonna be a real goofy day. <laughs> oh, we're gonna have so many goofs. No phone calls. No, if if there's any type of like. So when should I come to your home to pick it up? No. Or do you want to drive it it to my home? We're shipping it. I know it's going to cost a lot of money to ship this really heavy thing. It's fine. I might even take it to some place and like drop it off and be like, you come get it. I'm going to tell you the place after I drop it off and give it like a GPS marker so you can come and find it. No one else is going to find it. But I'm not meeting you. You never will know who I am. Because I don't want to, I don't want to be even. No, so, no, but I will get those thousand dollars at least. Got it, I, no way, you're never getting. No, nope. To me, it's happen. weirder because a dumpster, especially, uh, or even like a trap. Like if I rolled, like if a giant box appeared at my house and suddenly it was at the end of the driveway. Yeah, that creepy guy would come and grab Alana or Solana. Um, but it's too big. Like, it's human size. Yeah. There's no way to do that without the cops trailing you. I, you can throw away a large box, friend. Uh, I don't know how these things come packaged. I think it would be awkward if you did I, anything outside of the box. Dude, I, It's heavy, right? It's got to be at least yeah. the weight of, like, a human-ish. Yeah. I'm, I'm just saying, it's, I know, it's going to be awkward and weird, but, like, I... I I, I like I listen. It's a it's a nightmare scenario, and that's why when we're incredibly rich, our pranks are gonna be on point. <laughs> there will be a whole television show or video series dedicated to the Ramjack Night Network. Yes, around pranks, just us pranking people yeah. with insane amounts of money. Why aren't rich people doing that more, and why aren't they broadcasting that? That's a great Is question. It that, that embarrassing? This can't be the first time someone's thought about gifting a real doll to someone in a very awkward way. Yeah. No, I, or just the normal way. It's just it's an awkward thing to buy I mean, for someone. Did Ashton Kutcher ever get around to that? I don't know. Don't know when that show went off the air. Never really watched it. I think it got rebooted recently for Netflix. And, like, they brought the generation, like, the, the age difference. It's not like an adult man pranking. It's like a teen pranking people. Or maybe someone else was involved. I don't know. But it's like a prank show. They're, a, yeah. they're around. Mm-hmm. So this guy should grow up and shut up and not worry about it. get a probably never get a doll. Never, definitely never never get a doll. Yeah, it's too awkward. There's no way you can get rid of it once you have it. There's no reason to ever. That's not awkward. Such a thing. It's insane. That's all the people I have to help this week, Brad. All right, they needed help. They needed help. They certainly did. Um, Alex, I've got some paranormal questions here. Of course. Um, nice. Hi guys, I am Dude. Oh, this guy again. <laughs> Weird. We had this guy. I remember this guy before. All right. Well, this is this is a new question. Nope, it's not. It's an old question, but that's okay too. Um, demon or alien encounter at home? Hmm. Hi guys. I'm just. I am dude. I heard something walking outside of my window, out of my bedroom window, in the middle of the night. So I went out to see what it was. Sometimes small animals roam around our house, but this didn't sound like an animal. And I saw a little creature that scared the ass. And three asterisks out of me. I recorded and uploaded it to YouTube. Oh, you're gonna make me watch a fucking YouTube video. You motherfucker. I bet this is a prank. Or is this real? Oh, that's real. There's a lot of those that I wish I knew more about. As far as, like, the validity. Obviously, they're, I'm assuming all of them are pranks or, like... <sighs> Phony balonies. Or just, like, nothing. Because that's... Yeah. Yeah. 
I, uh, stupid video. Hmm. No thanks. Oh, uh, the first comment says it looks like a gray alien. You know what? I don't need to watch this video. Friends, no, thank you. you don't have no, to thank you. No, dive. thank you. Um, guy, hey, Groven, shut up. Don't post that video. <laughs> Case closed. Hmm. There was a series, because sometimes that'll pop up on the TikTok thing or like other YouTube channels. It's like, hey, um, hey, I, I live in England. I'm rich. I live in this house. It's old. We just noticed that the bookshelf has like a little cutout thing that's obviously we never really noticed. We'll see what's going to happen. We're going to take it off. So they take off all these wooden bookshelves and yeah, there's like screws. So they unscrew it and they open it and there's like a hollow cavity behind the bookshelf and there's a ladder behind it that goes up and they're like fuck, this will be cool. So they go up into the house and there's like, they go up into like part of the attic that's almost like hiding in the house. It looks like it looks like there's a wall that's like we've never been in this part of the attic before. There's like a wasp nest over in the corner because it's so old. And they keep going and they're just like, wait a minute, what's that? Did something move over there? And you're like, this is cool if you have this stuff in your house. It's like an old house and you have these cool things. And I know you're trying to scare people. Um, I don't think you should. Because if the gray popped out right there, it's like done, mm-hmm. over, not going to sleep tonight. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a trend. Yeah, People are doing it. It's no good. Hi. I'm just hey. a Derek23, and that's D-E-R-I-C-23. Derek23. Spirit attachment. If y- y- you're, I guess, why apostrophe R, if you're here, you probably are no stranger to the paranormal. First of all, you are not allowed to put Y apostrophe R. If you're here, you probably are no stranger to the paranormal. I've been reading up on spirit attachment by the earthbound, by the earthbound, by the earth bound those, abound dash those. On spirit attachment by the earth bound those who did not make the transition to the spirit world when their bodies died. The Unquiet Dead by Edith Floor is a must read. Also has YouTube vids. As she says, after 30 years and thousands of depossessions on her patients, oh god, she has patients, they give her money, even she is not 100% convinced. But as a working hypothesis, depossession works and works well in relieving the usual list of personality disorders. Oh, great. Hmm. I guess if you frame it, it can help someone with a, from a, maybe like a psychological narrative, and I'm making up words and terms, but I'm guessing that's how it works. One, I didn't realize that we're having a YouTube video, like, uh, companion piece to books now. That's Seriously. actually more interesting than anything else that is in this so far, but... Um, the idea seems logical to me, that some people, when their bodies die, remain hanging around the earth. That seems logical to you? Cool. Um, this can be for any number of reasons, dash, that they don't want to go into the light, or can't go because, or can't go because of just non-belief or anything other than earth life, comma, or fear going to hell, comma, or they can't give up cravings for drugs, comma, sex, comma, even chocolate, period. They could be helicopter moms or parents who can't leave their children, or maybe revenge, period. Ooh. Bum, bum, bum. I like that one. Why are you still on the earth, ghost? Revenge. Why are you still on earth? Chocolate. <laughs> really? Uh-huh. I like it. You So you're just going to hang around earth forever, like as a spirit, because chocolate? Yeah. Shouldn't you? I, all right. Well, I'm going to work on my revenge scheme, but uh, have fun hanging around chocolate, I guess. Ghost. 
There's so many unknowns in just that, friend. Mm-hmm. Do they hang around as long as chocolate's alive? Like around? Because chocolate may go extinct in the next ghosts eat 50 chocolate? years. I don't think ghosts eat. I think they just like the idea think, of chocolate, yeah, so they like, stay around uh, and look at man, it. Man, I can't leave this earth. What if I, when I transition to the next spiritual plane, what if there's no whatchamacallit bars? What I like to do as a ghost is I like to possess someone so I can taste chocolate again. Oh, or I like to like transpose myself like inside of them mm-hmm. and like look just like an inch in front of their face so it looks like so I can get the idea or the simulation of eating chocolate. I also like to just put my head in the chocolate fountain, which I was never able to do when I was alive, right, right, but right. it's fun to do as a ghost. Yeah. Uh, Fjord's book explains all this and gives instructions on how to possess yourself or others or your home. Um, Wait. Depossess. Depossess. Oh, I was just saying. How to de-space possess yourself of others or your home. She notes... Wait a minute. "Mm -hmm." If you could depossess, could you give someone the instructions to possess something when they're dead? I think you just do it backwards, yeah. Yeah, that's that's what it is. That's what it is, the backwards way. Mm -hmm. Huh. There's a book we should write. Yeah. She notes emphatically that most all of these lost spirits are not evil, but only confused and ignorant of their situation. Like, hey, dummy, chocolate's not worth it. Um, so in a so so in so dash in a d slash possession procedure, you talk to the attached spirit in a caring and loving manner, explaining that a much better world awaits them with two spaces. A new and beautiful body. All the sex, food, drugs they want. I can have chocolate there. Yes, yes, you can have chocolate there. You have a brand new chocolate body there. Okay, I'll die. Bye. Weird. Is it that easy for them to just release their spirit? You don't know if there's going to be chocolate there. That's all. Look. I mean, you don't know anything. I think I think she's a liar. And yes, young children can become earthbound. The girl in a lively manner, the girl in a lively manner as kids always do, jumped up onto a bench just a second before a grown person sat down, not seeing her and sat down right on top of her. In this way, the girl slid into the adult's aura and possessed him slash her dash not necessarily permanently. Haven't seen her since performing psychic protection on myself and saying prayers. Been sleeping well. The girl would have been looking for a body and continuation of earthly experiences. The adult might find they are acting more childlike in any number of ways. Hmm. So you know. Just so you know, that happened. Interesting. Um. Like, don't sit down on ghosts, I guess, is lesson one. Yeah. Uh, lesson two, chocolate overrated. Um, apparently, so is revenge. Don't if you can't, because what do you do after revenge? It can't take you long as a ghost to get revenge. Yeah. Someone's life is only so long, and you can only like really get satisfaction from that revenge for so long no. before you just relinquish your spirit. No. Maybe move on to someone else. I don't know. I still don't understand the mechanics of my spirit hangs around and wants to do something. And then it can just vamp out whenever it wants. You just gotta have a sit down and talk. Be like, "Hey, hey, spirit ghost. Um, you gotta realize you know? it's, I, that's what this what this woman that wrote a book and has YouTube videos says. If a ghost is cognitive enough to think about and plan mm-hmm. and like really work and enjoy revenge, then it should have enough. It should have the ability to self reflect even as a ghost and be like, mm. "All right, I'm done. Goodbye." Yeah. I don't know I don't how the know. chocolate person leaves. I don't know so how that cho- works. I don't know what you do with a chocolate person. Like, um, are you sure I can get Count Chocula uh, when I go to the new spirit realm? Yeah! 
Yeah, definitely. How do you know? I got a memo. Got a memo. They're serving. They're serving uh, Count Chocula. Got a memo on that. Don't know. I guess you didn't get it because you're you're not alive or dead. You're just kind of a ghost in the middle. So you should probably get over there. <laughs> Look, every Halloween at the Kellogg's plant, when we turn on a pre-Halloween, when we turn on the Count Chocula machine, General Mills, the rafters, General Mills. I'm sorry. Um, the rafters go nuts because of all the ghosts that just cling to Count Chocula and all the cereals. They're just up there. It's almost a competition between all the ghosts. It's like, all right, we got the Chocula on the uh, belt. Yay! And they're like doing their things, and then we get the Boo Berry. Chocula wins every year, but, you know, mm-hmm. freaking Berry almost had it one year, maybe. Yeah. I just had the worst idea ever. Okay. I don't know if it's an idea or a premonition or just like a curse. Does it involve chicken? none of those are is. No, it involves a story we just talked okay. about. All right. Okay. That woman, that poor woman who whose husband is determined to buy a real doll. Mm-hmm dies and she's like okay look i feel like i have not i need to stick around and i need to haunt my husband not knowing any of this stuff i need to haunt him oh god so he's not lonely until he finds someone oh no then immediately ding dong i could just sign for this the order what the fuck's going on Hey guys, I got. It. Then he changes his advice. He seeks advice. Other, he's. We're gonna find him in the paranormal forum. Weird, Ooh, weird story. Wife died, bought a real doll, and now she's holding the house. And I just can't. I can't. I can't win for losing on this one, guys. All I want to do is have sex. Well, you're. Does that make me a bad person? Um, no. But well, the way you're going things, about but... it, the way you're going about it, pretty bad. Pretty bad. All I, question: Is it okay to banish my ex-wife who died much, because I want to have sex with a real how doll? How much does it cost to hire a sex worker? Like who does depossessions and cleansings? No, no, no. I haven't no, looked no, into no, it. Just, I don't know what the overlap that, is. Just that does sex. Like every night. I just I don't, I don't know. I like I'm, I listen. Look. A lot of a lot of these guys want to like hit it and quit it. I'm in for like cuddling all night. That's what I want. I think that I think you can pay for that. Oh, uh, it's look. I could I could spend look as much as people pay. Like even if it's, I mean, I could go through a couple of months and just like blow a lot of money and get a lot of real human intimacy and cuddles. Or I could I could just use that money to buy a real doll and like have it forever. Hmm. The question, Brad, is do you want the marshmallow now or do you want 10 marshmallows later? It's the same question. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. All right. All right. We're on Quora, everyone's favorite weird question website. Um, okay. Oh, oh, they've got, like, by country, like, with average. Oh, I don't like this. I don't like I don't like some of the things I'm seeing. You shouldn't. No, this is I mean, it's good. okay if we don't. We don't have to all get right, to All right, all right. United States. Let's, let's get to something. the United States where, all right, the average is here. We're seeing a, uh, for... for Forty to a hundred dollars for a street prostitute. A high end huh. a high end escort in Indianapolis, five hundred dollars an hour. It's in Indianapolis. Where was this guy at? Do we do we have a location for this guy? Um, <laughs> in New York, a high end escort is five thousand dollars a night, and they may also accept Bitcoin. <laughs> but there you go, that's on the upper levels of a real doll. You start getting it. You start getting that two times with this. I mean, uh, escort. That's two evenings with this escort, and you've already paid for a real doll. Oh, you could have a whole. I, week. I, I, let me just tell you, I'm, the the numbers I'm seeing mostly for the United States, though outside of high end New York City, um, we're 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 yeah, that's it's Still, it's upsetting. Think- it's an, an upsettingly low price. Hmm. I wish you guys could see Brad's face. We don't normally talk about this kind of stuff on the show. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't. I will say this. 
if you're going to go purely from the insane idea of cost savings, <laughs> the real doll will be what for what this guy wants, I guess would be his best bet, even though true fact, do not buy a real doll. Like you should not own that. Don't spend the money on it. Fucking hell. Um, um this is very upsetting. I mean it but I mean given the chance, given those two things, high-end New York escort, whatever that's supposed to mean, versus real doll. I would say maybe the escort because it's a human, right? It's not a it's not a doll. It's not a giant. Not that we have to make those. I mean, this guy will never have the situation. I mean, I'm still more worried about the ghost haunting thing, and I don't know how what the overlap is and the extra kicker for the all night. Also, you're going to cleanse my house with my wife's spirit. Hmm. How did we get from a non baby Yoda to high end New York escorts? And also, how did we get to the price of uh, of uh, sex work in a Syrian labor camp? That is insane. Yeah. I did not even know that information. That has to that, be fiction. Why is that right? on this list? There's always a lot of bad information on this list, and that's one of the things. $7, by the way. $7 um, ref- at a Syrian refugee camp. Wow. So, uh, cool. Cool, cool, cool world we're in. Cool world we're in. On that note, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening to Ramjack. Hey, thanks, friends. Hope, you ha- hope you're having a delightful time. <laughs> I know I am having this information in my head now. Sometimes not knowing. I don't know if it's better, but it's definitely a little bit less trouble. It, you're mm-hmm. going to sleep more soundly at not, night not mm-hmm. knowing. Yeah. Just keep that as a lesson yeah. going into this yeah. week, into this world. I mean... Into this haunting, if you are thinking about haunting someone in the future. Haunting. And all things you do. Haunting is the word. Haunting. Haunting's this week's word. Mm. There's ramjackpodcast.com. There's the Facebook group. We are still accepting drawings of your fears, our future monsters. Send all those send all those drawings. Send drawings of your fears, other people's fears. Um, send a drawing of Alex being afraid to release the chicken vid. Um, Ooh, now that's a drawing. Like whatever, whatever you need to send. Uh, a drawing of me as a monster cooking meat improperly. Oh boy! And just like telling the world about it. <sighs> Check out this. Ugh. I'm gonna be a grilling influencer. <laughs> Yikes! I can't think of a worse fate. A worse fate than grilling influencer. Um, actually, on that subject. Can I tell you my new Instagram obsession? Um, Please do. With no shame whatsoever, um, I started following the Lodge uh, um, um, Cast Iron Skillet Company's corporate Instagram oh, page. It is nice. delightful. I mean, obviously, everybody loves a cast iron skillet. I love some cast yeah. iron. Cast iron is like the greatest thing in the world. Uh, but man, they got some cool stuff on there. They have this one skillet that's got like like little divots for like little like they're doing cornbread, but it's like little it's little sections. So they're all it's, so it's like sectioned off. And I was like, you can make some scones in that. Oh hell yeah! God, it's fucking awesome. Yeah, follow that Instagram. Just follow Super Purine and follow the Lodge uh, Cast Iron uh, Company. Whatever it is, good stuff. Good stuff. And friends, of course. As we close out this episode, uh, we we definitely want to give a special special thank you to to our dear dear friend Tammy, our resident She knows all them Star Wars facts, all of them. I mean, I'll be honest. I thought that I was our definitive resident Star Wars expert. 
Put to shame. Put to I mean, shame. I, I, like, if we had more time, like, maybe I could have gotten Tammy to explain the Clone Wars um, TV show to me because, like, I've never had time to watch that. Couldn't watch it if I wanted to. There's a lot of the, the newer cartoons I have no real understanding of. That's, that's what we need Tammy for. Clone Wars is an old one. <laughs> they just recently finished it, but it's been off. It's been gone for a while. Huh. I'm talking about, what is it, oh. Rebels or whatever the other one is? There's yeah, Rebels and then yeah. there's another new one. All of them. All of them. All those guys. All our faves. <laughs> all our faves. All our faves. Um, hey, I just want to get this on the record. What's with this bullshit nonsense about Russia paying a bounty to um Afghanistan, like, murdering American soldiers? I just want to go on record saying that this is absolute fucking nonsense right now. I mean, I haven't read the pa- – in the same way I haven't read anything about the kids starting school and that being okay. I haven't read that much about the, the pre- papers or I, like, not papers, I, the Russian um, a, accusations. We'll say. A lot a lot of these news items come through and we don't talk about them on the podcast because we got a lot of other things to talk about. Yeah. And they're often uh, – like by the time we get to release the episode, it's not timely anymore. But I want to say right now, nonsense absolute like like there's like like people in afghanistan need a reason to like want like uh u.s soldiers dead i don't think so i don't think so and the idea that like russians are secretly behind it like fuck off with that shit it's stupid fuck off also you're basically describing the reverse rambo 3 so like um no thanks (laughs) not buying it this is stupid (laughs) a reverse rambo 3 huh Interesting. Yeah, only this time we're the bad guys, and the Russians are helping the brave uh, Mujahideen fighters. Wait, did Rambo get paid from the United States to fight the Russians? He was a mercenary. They brought him in to fight the to to uh, yeah. The part that he was a mercenary, the Russians completely lost on me. I'm sorry, I don't yeah. remember that. Well, he went. He went. He, they they brought in Troutman because Rambo turned them down. But then uh, Troutman got captured, and so Rambo had to go in to save him. So Rambo went of his own accord. He wasn't yeah. really a mercenary per se. All right, but he but definitely Troutman got kicked back. Troutman absolutely was. I mean, it's fucking stupid, guys. It's, guys, if, Rambo three. If there's or? a if there's a news story, if there's a news story involving Russia, um, let me just tell you, probably bullshit. It's probably bullshit. So dumb. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. The Russians, the Russians are giving the the Afghani's money to to for a bounty for every American soldier they kill. Like, why would the Russians waste money on that? Like, I'm sure they're fine killing American soldiers, and they should be. I encourage it. Hey, people of Afghanistan, please kill all the American soldiers you can. They have illegally invaded your country and been there for a long fucking time. I hope they all die. Uh, I don't have any money to give you, but I don't think you really need incentives. I, it seems on the face impractical. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I don't see why a, a government would do that. But then again, in the same vein of the book that you read last week and talked about the CIA stuff, I wouldn't put it past a government for doing something like that, but it seems like a little bit... Um, what I, mean, I, that what what I have, would like, say, in line with the book that I read last week, it's much more in line that the CIA would make up a story about oh, the Russians totally. uh, paying off so that we, would, so we wouldn't slow down um, our wars in Afghanistan. So I think that's much more likely. I mean, didn't we hire a whole bunch of non-U.S. troops to go in in any of the wars that we fought over there to just be like extra troops? Oh, oh, you mean like names. like like Blackwater? Blackwater. You was mean the like you mean like those companies of. that Eric Prince uh, runs? Eric Prince, whose sister? Oh, what's her name again? What's Eric Prince's huh. sister's name? It's not, ah. it's escaping me at the moment. It is late. 
Oh boy, what? Let's just I God, can I Google that? Um, let's see. How do I? Hmm, let's see. Oh, uh, how do I? Huh? Eric, Eric, Prince's sister. Did you type in Eric sister. twice? Because that's that's going to be a false return. Um, I yeah, I don't know. He's got he's got three sisters. Okay, um, probably Eileen probably. Prince. Not really. No. Emily Prince? No. Uh, uh Betsy DeVos? DeVos? Does that name sound familiar? Is she Is married? That for some, yeah, yeah, she married, uh, she married, um, into the DeVos family. Oh, she, yes, I know her. She's oh, a, she's a, a, she's a prominent figure in the Trump administration, by the way. Oh, 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 she's, isn't she the Secretary of Education under Donald Trump? Yeah. Weird, that's, weird that's fact. Weird, weird fact. Weird fact. Weird fact. So, oh yeah, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, she married into the Amway family. Cool, 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 cool. Cool, 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 cool country. Great country. Love those people in charge. I wish more people could turn could go through so many octaves with cool. Or just like the <laughs> notes of cool, 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 country, like the way you just did. Like that seems like it should be a, a standard sign off or the way to say country or cool country yeah. as a phrase. It's, uh, I'm, I'm going to start working on, on my, my cool scales on my, on my clarinets. Can you play some for us right now? Can you Can um, you play something? Like I, I literally have like learned a note so far. So like I, I got I got like not a lot of anything. Nothing wrong with that. A note's a note. It's like it's waking up. <laughs> it's like it's like, hey, little clarinet, wake up. That's awesome, though. Yeah, it's great. I love it. It's going to be fun. They're big. Like, I forget how big I get. It's great. They just need instruments. It's a beautiful instrument. I love it. Look at all those valves. What do they all do? So much. I don't, I don't even know. I don't even know. Like, who concocted this? wild instrument there's so many i i I, this week i also want to look up the history of instruments of just like when did when did we go from simple pan flute to oh the clarinet because that's there's so many valves so many like little tubes on that thing Mm -hmm. we've had clarinets for a while right unless like we just had them since the 70s and i just didn't know that which is insane (laughs) that would be amazing that'd be great like oh the The first clarinets uh was designed in 1983 what Hmm? surprise the reason Weird. we didn't have a Kenny G before then was because it didn't exist. <laughs> it was oh. a brand new instrument. What is the history history of the clarinet? Uh, it has roots in early single root, not interested in early clarinets. I'm, Fuck that. Uh, let's see. Modern clarinet. Um, let's see. The modern clarinet, uh, around the turn of the 18th century, no the Chalamu was modified by converting one of its keys into a register key to produce the first clarinet. Turn no the 18th century. Way. Oh, how about that fun fact? I wonder how many months it took to make one of those things. That's a great question. Back then, like you had to like the intricate metal work to try to like cast all that stuff. They didn't even have plastic. What are you doing? Oh, how many clarinet apprentices ruined a clarinet, got their hands slapped, and months of work just wasted? Oh, oh fools. Man. My heart goes out to you.